Hey guys, it's Jared from the Fantasy Rugby Yanks. Just wanted to let you guys know that this is a special Festivus episode, and then you can catch the real talk on the episode tomorrow. Thanks for joining us. What's up, everybody? Happy New Year. It's the Fantasy Rugby Yanks podcast. My name is Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Glazer. And we are happy to welcome you back in the new year. Hey, it's 2019. That means the Rugby World Cup is... 261 we just said yes we just said 261 yeah so opening day of the world cup and then six days later the english take on the americans <laughs> and in a game that the u.s hopes to just not get absolutely pummeled yes that would um, be the best. <laughs> so uh, welcome along we're recording from just outside boston massachusetts it is tuesday it is new year's day thank you for joining us uh, hopefully you've missed us a little bit at least um, hopefully everybody had a good holiday uh, Hopefully you're not too hungover. Yeah, good lord. I'm thankfully I'm not one of those people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't forget to check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Make sure you uh, rate us. Make sure you give us feedback, and make sure you email the show for any questions, any feedback that you have. Um, so first off, I have to say a nice thank you to my client. She probably doesn't listen, but I don't care. My client Erica, because she we asked for beer, she delivered. Thank you, Erica. <laughs> we got um, we got some alchemist. Vocal yeah. Banger and Hetty Topper here, and it is to both our delights, so we are happy to pour ourselves a a nice beer yes. now. To settle the, in for the not pod. Not that the stuff we were drinking before was bad, but no. this is certainly a, uh, an upgrade. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, thank, thank you to my client, and uh, thank you, Alchemist, for making some damn good beer. Yes. Um, uh, don't forget, we're going to do draft rugby. For the Super Rugby season, uh, I will try and set that draft this week for anybody that's interested. And if we don't get enough people to join, then Ben and I will just join a random league and we can poke fun at people that we don't know. Exactly. <laughs> I love doing that. Yeah. It's easy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's way easier. <laughs> well, that's what people do on the internet when they're, you know, exactly. hiding behind hiding behind the, the keyboard, man. <laughs> Good luck finding me. I'm behind seven proxies, asshole. <laughs> I don't, I'm not that complicated. <laughs> So, um, so Ben had an idea for, a, for to start this show off, and I, uh, I was certainly happy to do it. Um, little, little, uh, little fun for the end of the year, the new the the new year as well. It's a little, uh, little thing from 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 Seinfeld. I'm sure pretty much everybody listening should should be familiar At with the, the, idea. the concept of Festivus. Yep. Um, if you're not a, even a Seinfeld fan, I'm sure you've heard of it. Um, I find it to be a, a great non-denominational concept. Um, yep. It involves uh, an airing of grievances and feats of strength. And so <laughs> I, I, I told Jared that, that we, we need to air some grievances just to, to get them out of our system head and, and mm-hmm. kind of flush them going into to 2019. And then also show our strength. And, and airing of grievances is easy, cause <laughs> especially for people like us. <laughs> but, but the feats of strength... And, and how do you do that over a podcast? Well, you say something nice about something or someone you don't like. Oh, good lord! So that this is going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I guess uh, I'll, I'll I'll give my first. Uh, I guess what we will do is, is air our grievances first. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so we'll go through our, through our grievances. And the way I said it was uh, because we're primarily dealing with with Premiership Fantasy Rugby for now. Yep. Um, we'll have one grievance against. Um, the premier something in the premiership, right? Uh, one against something from world rugby, mm-hmm. from just general, at, and then um, 
uh, something that's the the bitcher's choice is what I called it. Yep. You know, wild card, <laughs> anything you want. <laughs> wild cards are dangerous. So yeah, <laughs> wild card bitches. <laughs> so uh, my uh, my premiership grievance is against Le- uh, Lester. Uh, who is surprised? I, who, <laughs> raise your hand if you're surprised. If you've been listening, raise your hand if you're surprised. If you've been listening, yeah, I didn't think so. That should be no surprise. <laughs> Uh, they just need to lay off the goon juice and the steroids. You mm. look at their front row, and, and against uh, not, you know, I'll, I'm going to give Cole an exception here because he actually doesn't doesn't look it. But you look at the the he's ripped to smithereens. He, he is, but he looks he looks at least he could be he could pass for natural. Um, but don't give me Youngs and Bateman and some of those other guys. They're fucking they're they're roided out and they're out of their minds. Yeah, yeah. Well, Youngs is. Bad shit crazy. Well, yeah. Well, why do you think that might be? <laughs> I mean, might have something to do with it. <laughs> so, uh, there, you know, we, we, I've, Jared and I have both played against, and I'm sure all of you out there who, who have played have played against people who are roided up, and just there's no there's no need for the, some of the shit they they bring to the to the uh, to the table. Um, yeah, we've played against teams that you know, especially the, the you know the packs uh, don't even bother trying to tackle; they're just swinging. Um, fists at people and and that's just not fun and it it, it doesn't bring good shit to the game so my uh, among the premiership that's my grievance is is against uh against lester Lester. for for being fucking goons fair enough uh for world rugby um i'm i i'm still really miffed about uh, i think it was the epcr finding that romanian rugby union team for that uh the game again, the match that had to be canceled against Northampton to Masara Saracens, right? Um, because it's just that they're they're a second tier organization. They're they're struggling. They're trying to get you know you know get their feet off the or on the ground and, and try to trying to make something for themselves. And just to set them back out of you know spite seems mm. just because for a fucking snowstorm that they couldn't control. Yeah, that's, Mother Nature's in everybody's that's, control, right? That's dickish. That's not that's not good rugby culture to me. Uh, so, so I got I got a bitch against that, and then my wild card um, is going to uh, Perpignan for signing Patty Jackson, and uh, just a little too soon, boys. I know. Um, and uh, I, I'll, I won't go there. I just wanted to. That's my. That's my. Yeah, bitch. no. That's I, my wild card. There, there are there are a few fans that would probably argue with you about that. And I understand the argument. I really do. Um, I, I just think uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe give the guy a little bit more of a, a break. There's not, the there's not many that are against you in that. I promise. I'm one. I'm one of them that's not. Trust me. I'm sure. So, what do you got? All right, my so my grievances. Premiership. This is a general, general standing. Control the mother effing spending. Control it. Yep. You gotta. You gotta stay pat. You know the the organizations in rugby that are at the top end, top fourteen, uh, world rugby premiership. They're not known for their control they have to be the example right they and and it's different because i understand most of the players don't have dual contracts in in this league like they do in the pro 14 especially especially citing that and even in like um new zealand rugby Mm -hmm. just you know you gotta you gotta control the spending um i know some people are coming here because the spending is good and there's a different problem to address in that, but right. see South Africa. 
Um, that's a that's a that's a universe problem. That's not a that's yeah. not a world rugby problem. That's not a premiership problem. That's a universe problem that needs to be addressed at a different time by a different group of people. <laughs> right, and we've been talking about it yeah. the past couple of weeks. So right, it's uh, yeah, cutting yeah the spending is is out of control. We got to make sure this thing is solvent, boys. Yeah, <laughs> got to keep this going for a long, for a long period of time would be preferable. Yeah, um, and then. So my my issue with world rugby, and it's one that's a little left over, but I still have a bloody issue with it. When they changed the eligibility, um, residency eligibility from three to five years, mm-hmm. they 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 made that decision two years ago, and it was absolutely the right decision. It stops guys from moving around ridiculous amounts, like oh, I'm not going to be in this team, but I'm going to go move to this place and get residency there in three mm-hmm. years, and I'll play for them. Right. Well, that sucks. It does. <laughs> you know, that really sucks. That that That's... You're killing someone else that, that worked hard to, to represent their country. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you're going to jump ship and, and slide right in. Yeah. yeah. Again, to me, that's that that's a good call. It's not, a, you know, that was a good call on their part. Right. But... What do you got? But here's the big, big fat but on, on this one. They changed it, but they said, oh, wait, we're not going to enforce that until after the 2019 World Cup. And I was like, Ugh. one step forward, two steps back. It is. Um, uh, yeah. I'm not going to I'm not gonna to carve them up too bad for that because you're, you're changing that rule right before, you know, people may have done or, you know, people may have, it, it may make people ineligible who maybe didn't do that. I mean, I'm sure it's making, you know. I'm sure people did it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure people did there it. There are definitely people that would have been for, like, damn! Yeah, it, for cynical reasons, but it also kind of hurts people that, that didn't exactly do it like that. So, Totally. Yeah, I, I, I accept that grievance. That's a good, yeah. good one. What you got? What's, uh, your, uh, what, what's your wild card? My, 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 my choice, um, and you know this one pretty well, is to our friends here in Major League Rugby. Ah. Slow the expansion down, please. Excellent call. Pretty, pretty, please. Listen, the biggest and best leagues in the world aren't more than 14 teams. Super Rugby has 15, I think, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And that's and they have their own right. issues to address. Yeah, they do. So that's not even a good example. Top 14 and Pro 14. That's the most that there is right now. Sure. That needs to be the line. That's the end. No more. No more than that because you're talking about so many – so such a dilution of the talent. And we saw it when we watched – you and I watched, I think it was an Austin and a Houston match – Right. With none of the, the internationals. international players on the team. No Canadians, no Uruguayans, no Americans, none of them. Yep. And it was bad rugby. It was, poop. It was bad rugby. It was like, <laughs> oh, why am I watching this? <laughs> right. Oh, so, and that's an example of what is going to happen if you continue to dilute the talent pool to that to that level. I, I get it that you're going to get some influx of players that are like interested in this MLR thing. Right. It's not going to counter it enough. Yeah. And just like we said when we watched, we were at that uh, Free Jacks. Versus uh, Rugby Union New York match a couple yes. of weeks ago, where you could tell the level of play from the people who belonged to the MLR and the people who didn't, and Absolutely. and that that yes I agree because you're going to kill it. it it's not no. you're you're going to kill the talent level of each team, and it's just going to concentrate talent on certain teams, yeah. and then it's just going to be you're you going to get a couple of super teams. Right. I mean, yeah, obviously Seattle and Glendale were the two best ones last year, and it was obvious. Right. Yeah. But you're going to get those other teams that that that'll they'll creep in there. You know the the what Austin or Le- whatever. Uh, Legion were the were yeah. one of the other ones along um, with Utah, I think. Right. You're and the Utah has. I mean, because of the Mormon aspect, yeah. they're gonna they're gonna have all the Islanders they want. <laughs> but yeah. at the same time, um, 
you know, it'd still be nice to, to get talent around around the league, not just on a handful of them. Yeah, no, for sure. Agreed. The, 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 the expansion needs to stop. I know they have expansions planned for next year, and it needs to be capped right there. Don't 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 get crazy. I know you have cities that want teams. Right. You should have thought about it, honestly. Yeah, and and you know, I'm not gonna I, I, I'm not gonna go into any. I'm not going to air any laundry against the Free Jacks, but they, they have a ways to go ahead of their yeah. – I'll, I'll say it that way. They have a ways to go ahead of their debut next year. Yep. Um, so so work hard, Free Jacks. Uh, I'll be there supporting you. Um, Likewise. But uh, I'm, I'm nervous right now. Right. Well, Let's the, put it that it's way. an expansion team, and assuming they're not the Vegas Golden Knights, yeah. that's pretty much – you know, they're going to be an expansion team as they are. Exactly. It's okay. Um, On to our feats of strength. Oh, <laughs> runner-up, Flow Rugby, suck oh, less. Yes, yes, absolutely. Flow Rugby, suck a lot less. <laughs> runner-up, but that's okay. It's a, it's that's a, a good it's one. a, it's an honorable mention. Uh, yeah, it is. And I actually, I was gonna, I was gonna have that myself too. So, okay. So we agree on At least that. We agree on that. <laughs> um, so feats of strength. I have, I have two. Um, one a little bit longer than I the other. As well. Um, you're gonna be surprised to think by one of them. Mm. Um, French referees. I'm going to compliment French referees here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I actually like what they're trying to do. I don't like the way they execute it, and I don't like the way it turns out. But mm, I think it could work better if, if we had a better rugby culture. Um, and, of course, if they were more consistent. That's, yeah, that's the big problem. Is they'll, they'll, let, they'll let some teams just play, especially the, 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 the underdog. So if you have a clear favorite... And an underdog. It seems like the French do everything. They, the French referees yeah. do everything they can to make sure that this is still yeah, a good game for a little that. bit. So yeah, we talked about that. And I, you know, that part I don't like. I don't like the impact on the game, but I do like the idea of you know what, whatever just happened, we'll let it go. Mm. Let's play rugby. And I don't like that coaches don't work with their players on it because you'll see some players like, oh, I didn't expect that. That ball just popped out of the rock. I, you know, oh, we had a hands in, and, and the referees <laughs> like. Fuck you! Just play on. <laughs> Let's play rugby. So, I, I like that concept of it, where yeah. let the players decide the outcome. Oh, I'm always for that. So I, I do like that. I wish I, ju- I just wish they did a little bit better. So yeah. I'll give them the credit for, for that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. For my other feat of strength, um, there's a player that that Jared and I both love to hate on um, because uh, he's kind of a dirty asshole. Um, he's not terribly talented overall, um, and uh, but he gets penalized a lot. And part of the reason he gets penalized a lot is because he has a huge fucking afro on top of his head. <laughs> yeah, kind of hard to miss. And him. it's hard to miss, dude. If you're gonna be, uh, you know, a kind of an on the line slash dirty or just slash ill disciplined player, you kind of want to. Ill disciplined is definitely. You kind of want to fit in, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so Ashley Johnson. You know, don't make yourself visible. Like one of the great things about uh, McCaw, Richie McCaw, is that he knew how to cheat. He knew how to cheat, but he also you don't know he you don't see him. He know he's not like very visible. <laughs> he's just there. All of a sudden, he's there, and you're like, oh, Where'd how that did how that from? happen? With fucking Ashley yeah, Johnson, you way. see the head come. You know, it's because it's freaking giant with that, that gigantic <laughs> throw. <laughs> right. Ah, I see that guy. Pen. Yeah, it's very easy to spot. So. <laughs> Yeah. I don't like Ashley Johnson, but I do actually love his hair. I think that's a badass haircut. <laughs> it's a beautiful hair. Well, <laughs> it is spoken from a guy that doesn't have any hair. I don't have any hair, um, but I am of Jewish descent. I could never ju- grow a Jew fro. 
it just my hair didn't quite do it do it that way so so and i had friends who could and oh man i i envied them a little bit so so ashley johnson i love your hair do something with it while you're playing yeah. so that you don't get caught every single time you do something stupid. Put a damn skull cap on or right. something. Put a, put, a, put a scrum cap on. Be done with that. On to you. All right. Um, so, sticking with the Wasp theme, I will say something about something nice about a coach that I consider, he's not a cowboy, but he's a freaking whiner. All right. My goodness. <laughs> so he's a coach. Somebody needs to, yeah, good Lord, is he ever... Oh, this could go. Hold to, on, I, um, let me, that to a T. This could go any number of ways. I have an idea. <laughs> Gee, I wonder where this is going. <laughs> um, die young. <laughs> okay. Listen, I I have my issues with you, but I can appreciate one thing: is you raised yourself a fantastic rugby son in Thomas. The guy is hands down the best seven on that team. He's one of the best sevens in the league. The guy belongs on an international team somewhere. I don't know where he's eligible technically. I'm sure he's eligible for Wales. I'm sure he's eligible for England. Where he would fit into those two teams, good luck. But still, I think he's a little harsh on him by not always playing him and making him really earn everything. But at least he makes him earn everything. Yeah. There's a certain other player out there whose dad coached him. (laughs) He could have the world's worst game in the world, especially with the backup that he had, Mm -hmm. who was of international quality. And wouldn't pull him off till the seventy fifth minute. Yeah, and so there, there's there, there is definitely something good about that in Dai Young. Mm-hmm. I will one hundred percent give him that. You know, he's he's a complainer to complain to complain, but he's definitely done very well with Thomas and has taught him well and has showed him the ropes and made him really earn everything and not just like handed him out because God knows there's a lot yeah. of people that have that happen to them and they're yeah. just given everything and it's like. Now I just hate you and your dad. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a good I, way to, to, to fuck up the, the team culture and chemistry. Yeah. No, and he, and so good good on him for not doing yeah, that. He doesn't. He, he has he, enough trouble with chemistry on his team to, to well, add that into the mix. No. Yeah, you, you wouldn't need that. No, most most players on Wasp would be like, "Where's Thomas?" Yeah. So he he's a he's a good he's a good player. I'll give Tom, I'll give Dai Young that, and then. A guy I've started to poo on a little bit more recently is John Mitchell, okay, the U.S. old coach. Yeah, kind of left us a little high and dry yeah, for the Bulls. Did. Yeah, which didn't make sense. But also, this was part of the Nigel Melville fiasco oh. between his leaving and not holding up promises that he that he promised. Mm-hmm. And you know, John Mitchell's like, "Well, I was hired by Nigel Melville, and it's basically the only reason I was here." It's like, great. So now you're leaving too. Right. Thanks a lot. But I'll say this: left us in good hands with Gary Gold. Gary Gold has done an amazing job since he, he stepped has. in. He really has. And I'll give John Mitchell this. The England defense has looked a shit ton better since he took over yeah. that job. And I'll give him that he's not Tolkien. <laughs> no. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> good Lord. Yeah, um, we can we can spend a whole podcast yeah. talking about that guy. Uh, and not in good ways. And we don't need to do, we don't need to put that amount of juju bad juju yeah. out there right now. For the record, um I did I did want to add a coach in here, but I, I actually couldn't find anything nice to say about Steve Diamond. Yeah, especially after this past weekend. Yeah. I re- <laughs> that, then it was like, nope, you're not even on this list. We'll get into it. So, there. We have aired our grievances. We have performed our feats of strength. Yeah. Um, hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> um, and hope you uh, understand. If you have your own, uh, please let us know. Yeah. We'd, yeah, love, to, we'd love to hear what, what you have so out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, Mrs. Sharon is very disappointed in you for your foul mouth. Oh. Well, I, you know, 
<laughs> Although, to be fair, she missed a, she missed me calling somebody an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, she, wait a minute, I tried to keep this. <laughs> I did my best for like three weeks not yeah, to curse. So. Yeah, listen, there's an E on this thing for a reason. Exactly. If you have an issue with it, then maybe just don't listen around the kids. And, and Sharon, I fucking love you. <laughs> yeah. She'll pay attention. <laughs> um, all right, so let's do um, let's do our five favorite moments from 2018. Yeah. Let's get right to that. That was there was a good, good a lot of good stuff going on in rugby this year. Yep. So, but so I actually had a little bit of, of a difficult time to choose from. I did too. Um, there was about seven or eight that I wanted to put in. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Damn it. But right, I fine. I think I narrowed them down to my definitely my my top five. Okay, well, that's so, good. Who? So who? Yeah, why don't you go first? This was okay. this was your baby. All right. Um. So number five for me, we'll go five to one. Yeah. Um. Number five to me was. My first high school season coaching, I okay. really enjoy. I wanted to do this for a long time, since basically since I got graduated yeah. college, I wanted to coach and yeah. coach kids. So this was my first full year in charge. It didn't go that well, but <laughs> yeah. you know, it's gonna it, right. it's it's gonna take some time. But that to, wasn't that wasn't just you. That was just this. There's a lot of things. <laughs> just a lot of things going on. There's a lot of things with that, but yeah. So that that didn't go well, but that's okay. I, yeah, I really I really enjoyed it just the same. Um, Number four was, of course, us getting our own professional league here in the United States. Major League Rugby kicked off, and it was a very good season. There was a lot of great rugby to watch. Mm-hmm. A lot of great, a lot of good things come out, come out of it. The things that we wanted to come out of this were guys obviously getting noticed by the U.S. national team, but mm-hmm. also guys getting noticed by teams in Europe. Yeah, you know, you had uh, Paul Asike and um, what was his name Campbell. Yeah, get get that's contracts right. over here and uh, in. Overseas, and there's been a couple more that have, that have gotten since then. So that's really, really good stuff. That's that was really happy. I was really happy to see that. Yeah. Oh, and then our our, our buddy scored a winner against yes. a team that had uh, another player from a team that we don't like, <laughs> and that was really cool. And um, he also scored off a shit throw from that guy. So yeah. that was really good. <laughs> so that was that was kind of the highlight of of said season for right. me personally. Okay. But that's okay. <laughs> um, number three, Ireland. Yeah. Beating the All Blacks in Dublin and the emotion that was put into that game, yes, and just the feel watching that game and if if as as long as you're not a Kiwi fan or as long as you don't hate the Irish and you didn't have like some sort of fine tingle or some sort of emotion come out of you from that game, you <laughs> if you don't, don't have something have wrong heartbeat. with your soul, you like yeah, yeah, you like you what don't happened. have a heartbeat. Like I right. swear to God, I mean, even if you do favor. Uh, um, New Zealand, you still got to give it up for for the for everything that Ireland put into that match. Yeah, they they, they poured it all in, and that was on my list. We'll get to it too. <laughs> <laughs> um, number two, Chris Wiles with the yes. ultimate send off <laughs> at Twickenham, scoring a double. The second one, which was a huge one, because Exeter were about to mm-hmm. overcome overcome series with a with a big comeback, and he shut him up with a big a big second try. So Wiles getting two to more or less end his career. He played one match this year just, well, out of just weird for fun, basically for fun. And yeah. it's like uh, <laughs> we need a wing. wings, do you? Okay, I'll play. But like, I'll, I'll really, play. that was his big send off, and that yeah. was a great send off. Right. You couldn't you couldn't send her off, send him off any better. No, he had an encore, but that doesn't count. Yeah, the encore was there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like uh, you know a B list song basically. Yeah. <laughs> and then number one, our boys AJ McGinty and the United States Tingles winning their first. Match against a tier one nation, Scott being Scotland in Houston, that was so great. I will come clean. I didn't watch the match live, but you better <laughs> believe I went and found it and watched it afterwards. Right. But I looked it up on my Twitter, mm-hmm. and I was with Bill, yeah, and Ollie Disco, 
Yeah. And <laughs> I found, because Ollie's half, half Scottish. Right, right. So I was looking down, and I was like, Muh! Muh! <laughs> <laughs> And so we got out of, we were in my car to go home. Yeah. And I had, I, we had a DD, the boss. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there you go. We jumped out of the car to go, like, tell Ollie. As, you know, we were, we were absolutely ball bagged. Sure, um, or two of us. <laughs> so, and we jumped out of the car to go tell Ollie. U.S. beat Scotland, <laughs> and he's like, "What? Yeah. No way!" Uh, he could not believe that yeah. came out of our mouth, and was actually true. Right. Sure enough, um, Scotland had missed a, had missed a conversion on what would have been the winning try to to lose to the U.S. Oh. And AJ McGinty had a, a party. He was having. He had a great day. He was just he 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 took over the match in the way that he has to in order for the u.s to do well yeah um and that's, there that's were some other guys that stepped up big time lasica had a nice game tafete had a nice game mm-hmm. um <sighs> hammer size had a nice game um but yeah so that was a that was a hands down the best moment for me obviously mm-hmm. the u.s are now sitting what 12 13 in the world now yeah, which is right, the highest they've right, ever been right there right so on the i like it um you know us and uh, teams like Fiji are starting to kind of climb up and not not be pushed around, not be bossed around anymore. So that's that's only good for rugby on top of it all. It is, it is. And as we we mentioned last week, you know, rugby coming big in the U.S. would be huge. So yep. that, that that's that was definitely a big moment and, and definitely a step forward for for U.S. rugby. Well done, boys. Million percent, boys. So my top five. Oddly enough, that that U.S. Scotland was was number five for me. Okay. So that's right. Uh, we'll, we'll, and we'll, we'll go down the list. <laughs> um, Ireland, New Zealand was number four. And uh, my, my, my third is Fiji versus France. Yeah. All right. That's a good one. I like that. that one. Was yeah, actually, I, had, I had that on that my was list in, That was in France. That was them, you know, traveling. And, but there's a, there's a lot of Fijians that I, play in France for, for French teams. If they're not, on. they're over here and they're over in, uh, over here, over in England. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I would sometimes. Um, um, but yeah, that that's that was just an excellent match and and just an excellent result for again another um, tier one and a half two team oh, good Lord. to to but but taking it to to France so yep. I um, just a, a a good moment for for rugby in the world yeah I had a I, had, I definitely I loved, had that on my list but I knocked it off obviously my 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 bottom three my five four three were all underdog wins so that that's <laughs> because those are just those are always always yep. great my number two. I'm going to name a player, and if this is the first time you've ever heard of this player, I will not be shocked. And if you're out there, that's that's a, and this is the first time you're hearing this person's name, that that's a problem. So I want to I want to honor Rochelle Rocky Clark, who retired uh, this year from international play, 37 years old, a prop from England, 137 caps. Not only is that the most in international women's history, oh yeah, 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 it's the most in England rugby history. So most cap player for England of all time, uh, Rocky Clark, also a World Cup winner. Yep. So well done to Rocky Clark. Cheers, Rocky. Cheers. Um, I have a little sip for you now. <laughs> and uh, great job on your career. Yep. And that's yep. something that we should, you know, gotta acknowledge that. Right. Gotta gotta acknowledge that part of the game for sure. And my Can't num- grow the game without them. My number one moment. Which also ends up in being involved with an underdog win is Sia Khaleesi becoming. Sia, 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 yeah. Khaleesi. Well, that's how I that's how I think of him anyway. Yeah. Um, but becoming the first 
uh, black Springbok captain yeah. is huge. That was on my list, too. I, I ended up knocking it off. And, but and then you debut with a, a, a win over England. Yep. So uh, that that that's an amazing moment. Um, fantastic for, for South Africa uh, for, um, for, for, for working towards mm. getting things right. And yeah. you couldn't have picked – I mean – Khaleesi obviously isn't some. They didn't I just give him been the captain long before. Right, it's it's, so. it's not as though he's an undeserving captain or anything no. like that. He fully earned that captaincy. Guy does, it, guy does everything for the Stormers too, right. and somehow they still lose. But like, I mean, the guy is just immense in yeah. every match that and he plays. There, he never comes out of it not looking decent, yeah. if not good. And there aren't many South Africans that I, I like as far as players, rugby, <laughs> as far as on the rugby pitch. Yeah, so well, I mean, you got guys like Bucky's Blitha walking around. It's hard to like him sometimes. Yeah, and but I, I love Khaleesi. I love watching him play. So so congratulations to him. Yeah, absolutely. And well done, well uh, deserved, South Africa. Yeah, yeah, finally. Finally yeah. getting ahead of that. Seriously.